experience the reality of the gospel and receive light, life, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. As you listen to today's message, Danny Doku, a real blessing to you. Hallelujah. Praise God. You are welcome for the third night. And I know God will bless you mightily. Praise God. Tell somebody, God will bless you mightily. Hallelujah. So we, 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 we talked about Salem, the blessing of peace, the first night. Then we did Mapei, the blessing of health. Hallelujah. Tonight we're doing Dashen. The shen, the blessing of abundance. Glory to God. Father, we pray that tonight your word will bless us. Your word will, will, will do what it says it to do in our life. We will live here stronger than we came in. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Abundance is God's idea. Tell somebody. God is never limited by resources. He's a God of abundance. Everything he does, he does it big. Because he's a, a big God. Just uh, distracting me. Hallelujah. Tell somebody he's a big God. So God is a God of abundance. Everything he does, he does it big. Now look at your height and look at how far the sky is. Why is the sky not low? The sky is so high because God wants to give you so much room for you to be able to operate in this earth that he has created. So our God is a big God. So there is nothing wrong for you to walk in abundance. People call it that you are being materialistic. They don't understand what materialistic means. To be materialistic means that you use materials or you find peace in materials. So if you have more cars, then you are going to be okay. If you have more houses, then you are going to be okay. That's materialistic. But there is nothing wrong if you have 200 houses. There's nothing wrong if you have 45 cars. Because God is a God of abundance. Hallelujah. Oh, can the amen be louder? Shake somebody and say, God is a God of abundance. And he wants you to have more than enough. Yes, of course. If not, you should have only one dress and one shoe. But some of you, by the special grace of God, your wardrobe is like four. I mean, there are three in one wardrobes. You have like four. You have 200 shoes. You are changing every time. Praise God. If not, you should eat one kind of food every day. But you have variety. Because that is the God that we serve. Can the amen be louder? So when we talk about prosperity, prosperity is in different forms. You see, the, 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 the Hebrew language and the Greek language is so rich that it's able to define it in different forms. Hallelujah. So God's blessings come in different. And tonight we are just looking at just one aspect. And that aspect is the shen, which is the abundance that God brings. And it's translated easily to be called fatness. 
the fatness of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go. Psalm 36. You are going to live here with fatness. Psalm 36. Let me start reading from verse 6. Thy righteousness is like the great mountain. Thy righteousness is like what? Thy judgments are a great deep. Thou preserved man and beast. How excellent is thy loving kindness. O God, therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. He said, God, go back to six. He said, God is the God that preserved man and beast. Beast means animals. So God can preserve you as a human being. And even animals are being preserved by God. Hallelujah. So if God is preserving animals, how much more you and I? No matter how the economy turns, God wants to preserve you. Look at someone and say, God wants to preserve you. Ah. Yes. So that if you are a child of God, you are living under his wings. Let's go, verse 7. How excellent is thy loving kindness. It means that his loving kindness toward us is so excellent. That, therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Meaning that we put our trust under the shadow of God's wing. That no matter what it is, God will provide for us. He is the El Shaddai God, the big-breasted one. Can the amen be louder? But can we put our trust in God? That is where the problem is. Because immediately things begin to go in a direction where we don't see it to be going or things start going wrong. The children of God start putting their hope and their trust in things. But our trust must surely always be in God because he's the sole provider. Can the amen be louder? So those of us who trust God, we know that God will provide always. Those of us who trust God, we know that God will come through for us always. If you don't take time, your calculator will work more than the word of God. Because when you start calculating, you'll be like, okay, if I do this, you are going to die in hard times. Because your mind cannot calculate what God wants to do. God can still provide you abundance when there is trouble. Remember, if you read the account of Abraham... Abraham, before he became Abraham, in Genesis chapter 12, I don't want to go in there. In Genesis chapter 12, before Abraham was really blessed, there was famine and Abraham had to move to Egypt. When he, I don't know why they always moved to Egypt. There was something special about Egypt that preserved the children of God. So when there was trouble, everybody goes to Egypt. And he went to Egypt and lied and told Sarah that when we get her into Egypt, you are such a fair woman. Fair means beautiful. And the Egyptians are going to look onto you. And if they know that you are my wife, they will kill me and take you. Because the Egyptians love fair women. So truly, when they go, they say, so from now, as we cross over, because of famine, as we cross over to this place, from now you are my sister. So act up as my sister. 
So he went in there and they acted as the sister. And when the people of Egypt saw her, everybody was like, such a beautiful woman, such a beautiful woman. And the, the, the Pharaoh servant sent recommendations. Those days, the kings have to marry the most beautiful. Won't you if you mar- your wife is more beautiful than the king? He will come for her. So they, they, they said, this one is not for us. So let's recommend her to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh took her in. And there was a problem. Because God wanted to preserve Abraham. Hallelujah. And Pharaoh called. He said, hey, why are you saying that she's your sister? You have brought great calamity. And the Bible said, and Abraham left with silver and gold. And Abraham became rich in silver, in gold, and in cattle. That is how God blessed him. God preserved him in the days of famine. In the days of famine, he brought him abundance. It means that when you put your hope and your trust in God, even in the days of famine, God can give you abundance. Oh, clap your hands if you can. Clap your hands if you can. How is a Christian businessman running his business so that his business will, be, will not go dry? He's running it like the world. He's still calculating like the world. So he will get that kind of result. Immediately he moves to the principles of the kingdom, he will start getting kingdom results. And the kingdom results always come with great favor. Great favor can fall upon your business. Hallelujah. That you see it growing from limbs and bounds. Things will just start falling in place. A quantum leap. Oh, can the amen be louder? Shake somebody and say, hey, you are going to have a quantum leap. I don't like the way you told the guy. Shake him hard till he vibrates and say, you are having a quantum leap. Can the amen be louder? Let's go verse 8. They shall be abundantly satisfied. Abundantly satisfied. With fatness of thy house. The fatness is not from any house, but the house of God. He said, you shall be satisfied with the fatness of thy house, and thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. God wants you to drink the rivers from the rivers of his pleasures. Imagine a rich man that wants to buy toys for the child. He can't buy one toy. He will buy a variety of toys. One day a young guy met Michael Jackson and he said, can you buy me some toys? He just smiled. He said, what do you want? He said, I want so so and so. So he took him to Toys R Us. And when they went there, the store was shut down because of Michael Jackson. And he said, take as much toys as you want. And the boy didn't know what to take. That is what God wants to do for us. He said, take as much as you want. Because he's El Shaddai. His resources never goes dry. How much toys can the boy take to dry up Michael Jackson's account? Just toys. He can't take enough. Glory to God. And God is coming to satisfy us with the fatness of thy house. And that is Dashen. It is fatness. 
And that fatness is the fatness of abundance. Now, the fatness that he was talking about there, this actually means to them a lot when they use the word fatness. Because in those days, when winter came, they were not able to do much. So, you have to grow fat in the days where there is no winter. So that when the winter season comes and you cannot do much, by the time winter is over, even if you shrink, you will not become like a broomstick. You will still be strong. So when God says he's bringing out the fatness of abundance, he's bringing us abundance so much that even when there is famine, we shall be preserved. And we shall always be preserved till the famine is over. Can the amen be louder? And that is what God wants to give us. Fatness of abundance. Not just abundance. Abundance that will keep you even in the time of trouble. There are people, if there is war for 10 years, believe you me, they'll never go hungry. They can sustain for 10 years. America has built their nation so that if there's trouble for 10 years, they can feed their people. Even their oil reserve can, can, can get their people for over 10 years. Don't try Ghana. Three months and we shall be in trouble. Because we are importing everything. There is no fatness of abundance. But God wants to bring his children to a place of fatness of abundance. A place of the shame. Can the amen be louder? Give somebody, uh, how do you call this one? However you call it. Give him, say it's bosa. Give him a bosa and say, hey, there is fatness of abundance for you. Say you will not grow lean in the time of famine. Now stretch off your hand toward me. May God bring fatness of abundance to your finances. May your finances not grow lean in the times of famine. Let the El Shaddai God provide our needs, supply our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Clap your hands and shout glory to God. Say, I receive, I, I receive fatness now. I can't, I can't feel you. Now. I see somebody's receiving fatness. Say, it is mine. Let's go on, let's go on. Verse 9. For with thee there is fountain of life. And in thy light we see light. God will bring us to a place of fatness. Because it is in him that there is the fountain of life. Life flows from our God. So he's El Shaddai. So if we can lean on him, that fountain of life will come to us. Why are you calculating? You got your salary. You're calculating. You are being like the man in the UK. You will die. You will die. God can bring you fatness. Salary is to keep you going. Work is God's idea. When he put Adam into the garden, he said work. But it was not Adam's work that was going to provide for him. His is to just till the ground. And God will make sure that the trees will bear fruit. 
Adam knew nothing called manure. He didn't know manure. He didn't know cross-pollination. He didn't know land rotation. He didn't know all that. But all he had to do, till, and God will bring the increase. And so God wants us to work. And when you work, your abundance does not come from your salary. Your abundance will come from God. So when you get your salary, all you are doing is to calculate on that. Then you are limiting God. That is why people cannot pay tithe. We give our tithe not because we want God to bless us. He's already blessed us. But there is a covenant we have with God. We are not like the world. The world gets money and they say, my hard work made me got it. I started my business with 300 Ghana cities. I started my restaurant with one grain of rice. And this is how far God has brought me. But for us, we know we can only come this far by grace. So when God does it, he said now, in that day, you will remember that it is he that giveth the power to make wealth. So when we get money, we go back to give him a tenth of it. Why? It is not by our hard work. It is him that is giving us power, the ability to make wealth. And when we make it, we go back and covenant with him so that he can still continue to give us that ability to continue to make wealth. Can I get, can I get a very big amen? So the Christian is not the one that is striving to become a billionaire. He doesn't need to be a billionaire because God can bring him sufficiency. Dashen is the place of sufficiency. God is able to make all grace abound toward you so that you will be sufficient in what? All things. He wants you to be sufficient in all things. I release sufficiency. He said, for we are not sufficient of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Can somebody depend on God? Absolutely. Faith is absolute dependence on God. That God, my money cannot do it. But you can do it for me. Can the amen be louder? Shake somebody and say, God is coming through for you. I don't like the way you told the guy. I don't think you can be a prophet. Is that how prophets prophesy? Shake your hand and say, ah, God is coming through for you. Can the amen be louder? Oh, I receive abundance. It's not by my might. So he said, for in thy light we see light. God wants to give you light. So that in his light you can have light. Meaning that if God doesn't shine the light, I can go. So Dashen comes in in a place of your path being lit by God. And if your path, your destiny is lit by God, you follow that light, you keep walking in that provision of God. You leave that path and provision stops. You walk in that path, provision continues. I see you walking in that path. Let's go, let's go. Oh, continue thy loving kindness to them. That know thee and thy righteousness to the upright in heart. Oh God, continue. Continue to give us abundance. Oh God, continue to make me fat. Continue the fatness. Continue the fatness. Shake somebody and say, God is continuing the fatness. I don't like the way you told the guy. 
Ah, say fatness is mine. Say it again. Say it again. Thank him for him giving you fatness. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for fatness, abundance. Thank you, Lord. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Psalm 11. All these times you are just staying in Old Testament. Psalm 11. Verse 24. Psalm 11, verse 24. For lo, the wicked bend their bow, their bow, and make ready their arrow upon the string, that they may privately shoot at the upright in heart. Oh, go to verse 4, not verse 2. Verse 4. Jump to verse 4. Let's forget about the wicked guys. The Lord is in his temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold his eyelids. Try the children of men. Let's go. The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked... Ah, the guy is not reading the scripture. Let me look for the scripture. This is not where I want to. Proverbs, 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 Proverbs 11. Proverbs, Proverbs 11, 24. Proverbs 11. There is he that scattereth and yet increaseth. And there is he that withholdeth more than his meat, but is tending to poverty. There is the guy that is saving money because they say save. He's saving and saving and saving, but he's still poor. There is, he said, there is one that is scattering, but yet he has. And there is one that is very stingy. No allowance for his budget. No allowance. They don't make room for miracles. We are not saying be careless with money, but make room for miracles. My house rent is gone. My this is gone. My this is that. My this is that. Finching budget. I'll, I'll pick Trotro at this time. I'll walk to Shiachi Junction. Who told you that somebody cannot pay your transport fare? Who told you that in that particular man, somebody cannot say that I'm, 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 I'm ordering Uber for you for 10 days? You are not making room for God's budget. So when you are budgeting, the miscellaneous is God you are providing. Thank you, sir. No place for God. No place for God. Shake someone and say, hey, make place for God. I don't like the way you are telling him. There is that scattered and yet increased. Scatters, but it's increasing. And there's he that withholded more than his meat, you see. It doesn't mean that he should not withhold. But he's holding more than necessary. More than necessary. Save, he will oversave. So he's saving 90% of the money. He's not paying tight. Because when you think that, I don't know why some people think that when they give tight, they'll become poor. So that is, the, those who don't pay tight, that is their mentality. They think that by the time they take off that 10%, the money will become very small. And yet, their shoe is about 20% of the money. 
Their bag is about 30% of the money. They are not making room for God. It's a shame as a Christian not to make room for God. Because God wants to give you beyond what you have. Hallelujah. Then 25. It's a simple scripture that we all read. 25. He said, the liberal soul shall be made fat. That's where the dashen comes in. The liberal soul, that fatness is talking about abundance. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watered shall be watered also himself. When you see a Christian that doesn't understand our faith work, one of the places that God will test your faith is by giving. Because giving is an action of your faith. Because whatever you are releasing, it looks like it is leaving you. But yet you are still believing God to have. So when I release, I have maybe 200 Ghana cities. I release 100. It's left with me naturally or physically. I'm left with 100 Ghana cities. So it looks like 100 cities has left me. But yet it has not gone. God can still bring me down, pressed down, running over, shaking together. He will make men to give me more than that. So he said, the liberal soul shall be made fat. He will give him into abundance. Oh, your amen. Say somebody, say, you are sleeping, you are sleeping, you are sleeping, wake up. The liberal soul shall be made fat. Liberality is God's idea. But you can be liberal in the wrong way. And still not see fatness. Because God wants you to be liberal to the things that advance the gospel. First and foremost, the things that, how much of your money is going to the gospel? If you are fighting with a man that is sponsoring the gospel, you have lost. Because God will always back that man. Because the gospel is the most important thing on the planet now. Nothing is more important to God than the gospel. So the man that is putting his money into the gospel, God will watch that man. If sickness come, he will watch him. Oh, your amen. amen. How much of your money, liberality, is going into the kingdom advancement? Some say, me, I'm a very good person. I give to people. You are being foolish. People's needs shall never end. That is why when the woman poured the alabaster box of perfume on Jesus, they said, but the poor, this thing... We could have sold it and give it to the poor. Jesus said, the poor will always be with you. Because poverty is not the, the absence of money. It's a state that only the gospel can change. Can the amen be louder? So when people see churches prospering, then they say they are into business. Yes, of course. We are into business. The business is the business of soul winning. And the business of soul winning costs a lot of money. It is not a joke. Hallelujah. Look at how much Qatar has spent on organizing a stadium to go and kick ball. What will football do to, to the world? Nothing. It's just entertainment. So entertainment has become more expensive. Shows. Let people go for shows. They don't. They, they, they. Let a gospel singer say, I'm doing show and say, rate is 100, 200. Why are they charging? Because you think the gospel is for free. The whole he's renting. How does he pay for it? 
So Christians, are, we are not responsible financially to make that things that we ought to enjoy in God, we are not responsible financially. We think that as long as it's gospel, it must be free. So the guy has paid a big auditorium. He has brought in musicians to, for us to worship God. And all the guy will do is to drop two CDs. Because it's the gospel. It's the gospel. He doesn't know that the same instrument Shatawale is using, that's the same instrument the guy is using. And the same price. But Shata will take $100,000. Yeah, because he is Shata. But let Joe Metal take that one. It will be a problem. Because they are, they are charging the people. Why can't they do it for free? Shake someone and say, the gospel is not free at all. It's very expensive. Because see, anything that is Christian, we don't charge. Because the money you are bringing in, if somebody does a meeting, the meeting can cost him so much. But there were, people didn't pay for the meeting. How does he recoup that money back? He always has to depend on other people who can support the gospel. That is why those who are liberal to the gospel, God will always hold them strong. Oh, clap your hands for God. Clap your hands for God. I see people spend money on their girlfriend more than God. Yes. Yes. Because they don't understand the gospel. They don't understand the gospel. My girlfriend needs you. He'll buy more shoes for her. Buy everything. And we know where the end will be. It's always a broken heart. We always know it. Because you have not put your hope in God. You see, you have not put your hope in God. When your family needs and God needs come, what will you do? The temptation is always to go for family. Because there is a fake gospel. That says that God is interested in your family more than the work of God. It's a lie. If not, Jesus wouldn't have told them. Look, the gospel offends. Any gospel that is so sweet is not the gospel. Jesus told them there is nobody that has left houses. Some people left their houses. He said there's nobody that has left wives. Oh, somebody left their wife. There's somebody that left their wife and children and came to Africa to come and preach with his coffin and was never going back. It is called sacrifice. He sacrificed his life. He was thinking about his family. Africa may have never seen the gospel. We had Bonkin left his family all through staying in Nigeria. He visits once in and once out. It would take sacrifice for a woman of God that is married to a man like that to know that he is not for me. He belongs to God. Even soldiers, the day you are taken as a soldier, you become the property of the state. You are not for your family. The government determines the time you wake up. When you go to war, you can't say that I'm going to see to my family. You'll be there. They call. We are going to Burma. We are going to fight. Some of you may not return. They'll tell you that. And you are leaving your wife. You are leaving your children. No knowing whether you are coming back or not. People went to Iraq and came with one leg. And this is not for the gospel. How much more for the gospel? Tell somebody, wake up. The gospel is not for joke. Today I came here to challenge you. If you are giving, if God has blessed you, you are giving 1,000. And to you, you are remaining there. Arise. Because God wants you to go to another level. 
Because the gospel is not cheap. Oh, you don't like this part of the message. I have close. Clap your hands and shout glory to God. Oh, keep clapping and shout glory to God. I see young people, they want God to prosper them. You are not liberal to the gospel. Please forget about the prosperity that comes from God. You can work hard. Listen to the motivational speakers. Work hard, do your business, do all that. You can still prosper. But the one that comes from God, you know, go get them. Because the one that comes from God is for the liberal soul. Can the amen be louder? Hope you are blessed by today's message. To correspond with Reverend Danny Doku and receive more of such anointed teachings, you can look us up on any of our social media handles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or contact us on 055-820-2278. 055-820-2278. Thank you.